0: Welcome to What I'm Backing and Why our Afternoon Sport Racing Bulletin brought to you by Bluebet. Tim Gilbert here and I'm joined by my News Corp and Racing Journalist colleague Matt Jones and uh, you'd know Maddie, of course from news.com.au and also our pro punter Brad Miller known also as at HorseMiller3. How are you gentlemen? Yep, good mate. Good Uh, good to hear your voices. Today on the show, we'll look at which horses to have a little dabble on. We'll pick a quaddy and we'll each have a best bet of the day. All right, we've got $100 in four races today the Robert Sangster Stakes and the Mackay Stakes in Morfordville. And up on the Gold Coast, the Hollandale Stakes and the Gold Coast Guineas. All right, let's start in. Adelaide at Morfordville And before we go into race seven, which I think we should start with the DC Mackay Stakes, Brad, you've, you've got a really interesting observation about this particular track.
1: Yeah, when the rail's in the true position, um, when you're drawn wide and if you're a midfielder or backmarker, it's actually harder to win, which is unusual. Drawn low gates one to three and even middle gates four to seven as a midfielder and backmarker, the strike rate is actually at its highest and profit at its best um, when you're drawn, you know, low gates one to three. So that is really unusual at the uh, for Morfordville compared to most tracks around the country.
0: Mm, okay. Well, that's something to, to keep in mind as people do their form for Adelaide tomorrow. There's some good racing. What about race seven Morfordville DC Mackay Stakes? It's a group three Quality over 1100. I have gone $100 to win Behemoth, uh, six year old Gelding, gate four. So that sort of plays to what you were just saying. Goes well, fresh, won five of ten first up, track specialist at Morfordville. So for me, it's $100 on Behemoth. Maddie, what about you? Well, I think Behemoth should run in the top four. I mean, one
2: five of ten fresh, placed a few more times, group one winner, but has to give them a bit of weight. Still should be able to carry it and be in the finish. I just think. Um, Bo Rosser might be the one to not cause an upset because it's well in the market, but <clears throat> it's fresh. Track specialist, gate two, four kilos less than, um, than Behemoth, and it meets at four kilos less. Better at the weights than the last time they met. I just think it might be able to win that race. I think Ironclad. Um, you don't. You're not undefeated at a track um, from as many starts as Ironclad is. Uh, for went for a fluke. Um, 55 kilos, Jamie Carr, a um, lot to like. Behemoth, all the things I mentioned, going to run well. And Savatolks, to- a um, won, sec- won this race last... Savatou seven, seven seven XL. XL. Sorry, Savatou <laughs> <Seven laughs> XL. Um, won this race second up last year. It was a forgive run fresh. So I think it'll be in the top four. But I just think Bo um $100 to win, looks like an ideal race for it.
1: Brad? Um, yeah, I'm thinking similarly. Bo Rosser's had two narrow seconds to Behemoth, and one of those he actually lost on protest. He won the race, um, and now he gets four kilos off Behemoth. Um, He's a winner over the track and distance first up previously. He's a group one horse, and meat shouldn't have him too far away from gate two. I'm spreading my $100 a bit, though. Actually, I'm spreading it across four runners, so I'm going to have 30 a win on Bo Rosser. Asa, (laughs) he hasn't won in over 600 days, but he owned September run in a recent jump out at Flemington. They traveled alongside each other and he just left her for dead. Um, The tongue tie goes on for the first time, Crossover nose bend. So they're playing around with the gear a little bit. So there might be some breathing issues there. Um, He does have a second to Oakley plate winner, Portland Sky, over this distance first up as a three-year-old. He has no weight, 54 and a half kilos. Willow rode him in the jump out. Um, and he goes at 29% for the Hayes brothers. I'm expecting he drifts in betting. I'm a bit surprised the bookies have kept him so safe uh, at around that sort of $12, $13 mark. Um, so I am expecting him to drift. So I'll probably do a, a, like a best toad or a bet late job there for $25 a win. to so XL, the one Matt mentioned, put in a similarly poor effort first up um, uh, heading into this race last year. Um And he's up in the weights this year because of the Goodwood win, but he's on speed and he loves the 1100. So I'll have 20 a win on him at about $15 plus. I think he'll probably drift as well. And the other one is the two, the Inferno. Um, He can make drastic improvement here. Second and third up, last prep at group two and group one level. His runs there would be winning this. And he just lacked a bit of fitness at sale. Um, He has really good closing speed when he's right, and the jump out win between runs was okay without sort of getting me excited. It's D-Day for him, but um, I'll have $25 a win at $10 with Bluebet.
0: Alrighty, now Race 8, it's uh, Group 1 Racing at Morfordville for fillies and mares over 1,200. Uh, the Robert Sangster Stakes. Now, I'm looking for a little bit of value here as well. Across those runners that you've just tipped there at Mackay, there's quite a bit of value. So if one of them pops up, someone's going to make some money. Now, I know that James Cummings has a fair opinion. This is one of the younger horses in the race. Three-year-old filly, number 14, Heresy. Damien Oliver won a few weeks ago at Ramwick. And uh, a decent run last up at Morfordville Around $16 with Bluebet. So a bit of value there. I'm going to have $50 each way on Heresy. Matty? Yeah, I think under the conditions, it's really hard to knock September run. I mean, she just ticks all the
2: boxes, gets the perfect run from Barrier 5, Craig Williams. So the jury was out on her a little bit, but I was probably being a bit harsh. She was running in a lot of high-class races, but she certainly returned to her Group 1 winning form this prep. I think she's the clear pick. I think away game, just looking for a drier track, um, has the talent, no doubt about it. And the team behind it, Barrier 1 as well. I think this snap dancer might be a little underrated. Um, there was probably excuses last start. don't think it got on the best part of the track. Um, I think it might be um, one to look at at odds and Bella Nipotina top form, close behind Shelby 66 and a Galaxy. Um, but I want to put my 50 on S- September run the win, but I also have 25 each way on Snap Dancer, paying $14 the win on Bluebet and 420 the place. Not bad odds. No, very juicy.
0: Uh, Brad, what about you?
1: Yeah, I like away game. Um, the six, uh, she's going really well, and she loves these little mid-prep freshen-ups. Uh, off a of 42 break, she ran second to Mirabi in the Oakley Plate at Group One level. Um, And off 65 days, she ran second to Morabi as well, giving her uh, four and a half kilos in weight that day. And she also ran second at Caulfield and a prep prior to that off a similar freshen up. So I do like her off this, you know, 40 odd day break. Um, Gate one, she does no work in behind the speed uh, and she gets the last crack at them for Linda Meach. So I'll have 50 a win at around the $9 mark with Bluebet. Uh, I am spreading my money again here across four runners. So uh, similar to Maddie, I like Snapdancer. She's had a little freshen up since the Newmarket flop, Um, good jump out between runs. She flies fresh, she's uh, four from seven at 1200. and she can work across from the wide gate. Wish she drew a gate, but she can get across. Might have to do a little bit of work. Um, so I'll have 15 to win at $15. Champagne Dreams is about $25 plus a blue, but she gets in horribly under the set weights conditions of the race with her rating. Um, but she has a good third to Kemmel Passer and Behemoth there on the resume. I like her recent form, um, including the dominant win over Manhattan Times last start. She has a good gait and she can settle handy. Um, so with her pattern and her closing speed from, from a good settling position, I think she can be competitive at this level. So I have $10 at $25. And the other one who just finds it hard to win is the 5 Brooklyn Hustle. Um, she's flying. She's coming through probably better races than a couple of these. Um, Jay Caron is huge. She beat Horse Horson at Sale and... He was second to September run in that Group 1 um, William Reid at the Valley. So that sort of ties in through September run. Um, I nearly made her an each-way play, but I wanted to get the ruffies in. So I've just made her a win bet, 25 a win on the 5 Brooklyn Hustle.
0: Okay. Well, you're giving people some opportunities there to make some coin. Now, race 7, uh, Gold Coast Guineas, 3-year-old set weights, 1,200 metres. It's Group 3. Uh, for me, I'm just going to go straight on the nose of Prince of Boom, number two, I like it, $2.80 with Blue Bet there or thereabouts, uh, 100 to win, it's the Heathcote-Ormond combination, two wins in a row before a freshen up, and uh, placed in that trial at Doombin, so that's the way I'm going um, Matty, Prince of Boom um, Not a bad race, but I've decided to, just to go with horses that have <clears throat>
2: come from better form, and I think four moves ahead, I mean you look at the form around it, it's proper proper group one form. Um, she's one of T Rose, um, behind ran behind the horses like Fangirl, um, and Hinged and Jamea. Um, the form around this horse is, is unbelievable. And I think i know she's drawn to Car Park, but um, Karen good jockey on. Um, I think this is her chance to win another feature race. Um, sort of state again the form, Pulelee form, um, Going to run very, very well, um, as is this Zethus with Lock Eagles. Genuine stakes for almost beat Home Affairs, for God's sake. Um, Prince of Boom, obviously, um, very, very promising horse, but $2.70. Will, will, do I want to take that from Barrier 16 against horses that are gen, have those horses I've mentioned before – Sort of got genuine group one form, I think. Four moves ahead. I just think the um, at the odds, $15. I want to take that. And I want to have, probably have 50 each way on it, to be honest. $15, $4.20 the place on blue Bed. I think it's just great for me. If it gets some luck, we know it's got the turn of foot. And it could um, cause a little upset, I think, on the Gold Coast.
0: What about you, Brad?
1: Yeah, I liked Prince of Boom um, as well, Tim. Uh, he's a class animal. Hot jockey, as you mentioned. Um, he can get across from the wide gate. And handles all conditions, but excels on the wet ground. Um, He beat Rubiquitous first up. um, And that horse won the other sort of lead-up race. And it ties in a couple of these. So I think he's the one to beat. The wide gate just, I didn't want to have the wind bed on. So I'm just going to play a, a roving Quinella here. I'm going to rove the two Prince of Boom to run first or second. And then I'm taking one, three, and 13. So Alpine Edge. Um, had excuses first up, had lacerations. He's obviously trod on just before the turn, went behind Rubiquitous, Loves the track. Um, trials and, and races have both been good here. And his second, second up record's good and 1,200 stats, all positives. And he's, he's a big price. Um, the three sort of states, that Kiwi visitor, had a big boom on him coming here in last spring. Probably didn't live up to it. Um, don't love the concussion plate, so we might be able to get a bit of value for the Quinella. He's sort of that four fifty-five dollars mark, so the value being Alpine Edge. And the other one, 13, Miss Hipstar, um, who comes through that ubiquitous race as well. Uh, is a bit wide early. She ended up finding a spot. She gets a good gate and a map this time, loves it wet, and I really liked the fight last time. She's sort of $19 plus a blue bet. So two to Rovin Aquella with one, three, and 13 are oh, you
0: giving your your, your punter some real creativity here? I love it, Brad. And <laughs> now, well, this is what this is what people love. They, where they they get in, and you know, obviously, we always say bet with your head, not over it. But it's it's great playing around with a little bit of you know with the you know the variations on how you can have a little flutter. Um, now, you guys have sort of picked up that I, I'm a bit of a favourite punter. Um, and I just think this horse will win. Money won's twice as good as money earned. Race eight, Hollandale Stakes, our final of our four races. We've got $100 to bet on. Zaki, I know. Zaki is in the red with blue bet, but um, even at a $1.65, I don't think anything's going to beat this seven-year-old gelding, Nisham McDonald. Uh, for me, it's just on the nose of Zaki. It's a return for me. What do you think, Brad?
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I'm not going to get too adventurous here. Um, He's our best weight for age horse. Uh, Arguably, his best win was in this race last year. Ayrton's a very good horse, uh, but this is just a completely different ball game for him. Last start, he was getting five kilos off Streets of Avalon and only betting 1.3, and he now meets a hard-fit Zaki at level weights, over 1,800, so... I'm just going to have a hundred a win on Zaki. I, l- I just love the way that he showed he could handle the heavy ground last time too. So hundred a win, Zaki.
2: What about you, Matty? Well, I am getting a bit adventurous <laughs> because he's a dollar sixty. Well, we, we, what we want to do that is very short. He's short. He's a dollar sixty, Zaki. So I just think I mean he'll if he doesn't win the race, I think everyone in the country will be will fall off their seat. But I think this Snowden horse um, Hooter is very very good and. I'm not saying it'll beat Zaki, but I think it'll push Zaki. Second up, up in trip. Um, The first up run, it came from well back. Just sort of probably peaked on its run at the end, but that's fair enough on a heavy eight track. Fresh, ready to go better again, up in distance. I think it's a very good horse. Ayrton, I mean, how do you knock a horse like Ayrton with that record? But even though it's got that record, it's obviously time to step up. Obviously, wet track, untested on wet as well um there's a question mark there but i think zaki will be winning but i want i think the the snowden horse will run second so i'll have 50 um on the exacta zaki and who the hooter um for one of my bets and the other 50 i'll just have 25 each way on airton because he's a quality horse like brad mentioned bowman on um 650 um the win on um, blue bet $1.90 the place so
0: 50, uh, 25 each way on Ayrton and 50 on that exacto I mentioned. Well there's some opportunities for punters uh, coming up on what I'm backing and why we're going to look at the quaddies both in South Australia and at Gosford Us Aussies love having a crack We invented the Hills Hoist Wine cast, the Mullet and of course the Streaker and the mother's mother of all inventions—the quicker, slicker, faster, sharper, brand spanking new Bluebet app. Get racing in sport form. Expert tips, previews, live streaming, and place bets faster than you can say that's the ducks nuts. And the true blue brand new Aussie app. Blue! Don't let the game play you. Stay in control. Gamble responsibly. the south
1: australian quaddie brad race six that starts with queen of the south stakes yeah really good race this um group two level that the 10 comica uh she's a mare in form she won over this trip two starts back then at 1400 and now she's back up to 1600 she drops in weight 59 to 55 and actually made Leo miss two kilos better and star three and a half kilos better for beating them um, she's versatile with the tempos she's one with going slow and fast um, but she doesn't really have a turn of foot so at this level she would need to go at a good even clip um, the five foxy frida she does have a turn of foot her and uh, and karma lass she's at sort of 25 dollars plus with bluebit they come through a superior form reference at groups for three, three level behind Ayrton. um it was a bit of a barrier trial for karma lass she got held up for clear running almost the entire race and travelled really well, just never got out. Um, she's smart and she has to be respected. She does meet Foxy Frida two and a half kilos worse off. Um, they're both drawn low, uh, so they'll just need those ground-saving rides, you know, through the field, along the fence, but they do fan a bit at Um, Billy Egan, two for two on Foxy Frida. The others I want in are the Seven Bell Placier, uh, around the $9 mark. Impressive winner first up at Oak Bank. Um, she does meet Silent Sovereign three kilos worse, and that mare gets blinkers on. But I like the map for this mare. She can stalk the speed, um, whereas Silent Sovereign will go back. So I thought Belle Plaisir was pretty dominant late winning there, and uh, she's a definite winning chance. And one Carmelas, as I mentioned. So 10, 5, 7, and 1 for me in the first leg.
0: All right, first leg of Gosford. Maddie is race seven, the Gosford Gold Cup.
2: Uh, mate, if we struck this Quaddy, you'll buy your wife or girlfriend whatever you want for Christmas this year. I think there's huge value here at Gosford. Um, not not as much in this first leg, but in the latter legs. Um, well, it is mother it is Mother's Day this weekend. Oh, you should have already got your mother that
0: present by now. I've got all that. Don't worry. No, we're talking personally here. We're talking for those out there well, listening. Well, to be honest, I haven't yet. So I need I need some cash. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, we, we'll get we'll get it in the quaddie, uh, mate.
2: Uh, Mate, I just think this um, Gwenda Markle horse main stage can just keep winning. Um, loves it wet. It drops in weight. Um, I thought it'd get a slightly better price, but um, it's not too bad. 460, I think, for the way it's going. Obviously, Great House has the form behind, stronger form behind it. I mean, it's a Melbourne Cup runner um, and deserves to be favourite. I think Sweet Thomas, 34 dollars. This horse is going a little bit better than the form reads on paper and Old Mate Carp Fever at $10. So the numbers will be 2, 7, 8, and
0: 10 for the first leg at Gosford. Yeah, well, you've already given us your synopsis of the DC Mackay Stakes, so you can just sort of go through these numbers, I think, Brad, for uh, race 7, second leg of the Quad in South Australia.
1: Yeah, I've got a, a couple of bucks extras to throw in. Um, so Ironclad, the one that Matt mentioned, the only knock for it is 1200 back to 1100 but... He has to go in with car on. She, she goes at thirty one percent for the stable and a twenty five percent profit. So, I think he'd actually win a straight break if they send him that way. Um, the sixth exhalation pulled up with a thump second up, but still got home really well behind Bella Vella. Uh, now drops three kilos to five kilos. Third up, he's you know two wins and two seconds from five starts. Uh, and Behemoth, which is one I haven't talked about, is. I'm just a bit worried about how he's going. I think his, his big body's sort of catching up with him, but he, on his class alone, he has to go in. So in no particular order, one, two, four, five, six, and seven in the second leg.
0: All right, uh, race eight at Gosford. is second leg of the quaddy there, Matty. And Shelby 66, uh, uh, Darren Flindell called him the party boy because he was turning up every Saturday. Now he's uh, covering more ground than the early Explorers. <laughs> he's everywhere. He's, uh, he's been in New South Wales, Victoria. Uh, now he's back to Gosford. You love Shelby 66, don't you? (laughs) Yeah, but I've got something for you coming up in the podcast, which is going to surprise you both. So what (laughs) what do you think? He's obviously a much better chance of winning now
2: because he finds wet ground again. Um, And that's why he's $7 in the market. Got to throw him into my numbers, of course. But I think Southern lad, I know he's hard to catch sometimes and he can let you down, but he's still got a pretty good record. Um, He trialed up really really well um he's 750 on blue bed i have to have him in there gravina the favorite 460 no doubt that horse has to be thrown into the numbers i think oscar zulu um going very very well trialing well Um, he's been in some high class races in the past so i think play a little safe here and just put in number one shelby 66 four southern lad five oscar zulu and six gravina
0: Race eight, Robert. Sanks the stakes, uh, Brad. You, you had a, a, a few that we should look at when you were giving you yeah. hundred dollars. Um, what are your numbers there?
1: Yeah, reasons outlined. Six away games. Seven Snap Dancer. Sixteen Champagne Dreams and five Brooklyn Hustle. And I am going to throw in the two Bella Nipatina. Um, she's a very good mare for Maran. Eustace flies all surfaces. Um, she gets back onto a good track here. And the three instant celebrity who, she was terrific first up. She settled closer there. She's drawn wide as the negative this time. She won this last year in a weaker race where she just snuck up the inside. Um, the wide gate, as I said, is a negative this time. But I'm surprised she's $13 plus. So 6, 7, 16, five, two, three, and 1. Yes,
0: he is $13 plus with Bluebird, isn't he? Now, now, the coast is is the third leg of the quarter at Gosford, Matt. Yeah, and I've got absolutely no idea. Maybe I've missed
2: something. I've got no idea why Maurice's me dad is $26 in that race. Um, dropping back from a second placing in the Frank Packer plate, beat home straight Aaron that day. Um, the 2,000 back to a mile is obviously a proven formula. I know he's won one from 15. That'll be the reason. But the form around him, I mean, he's running a derby. He's... And he's gonna be on pace and it should suit this this tight turning Gosford track and he'll give them something to catch. I just think twenty six dollars is too much to ignore. So um, he'll go in. Obviously our Playboy, very good, very good win last start for Mick Price and Michael Kent Junior. And die Mill. Forget the last run. That track we all know what happened at Roundwick that day, though if you weren't on the outside rail, you did just didn't win. Even if you were three or four off the outside rail, you struggled. So it has to go um, into my numbers again and I just think this other horse charters, um, eleven dollars. I think it's going pretty good. Very impressive last start. Um Kathy O'Hara on barrier twelve, probably a little over the odds so they're at eleven dollars. But my numbers will be
0: one, six, nine and eleven. Bit of value in that third leg. Okie dokie now for Blue Bet. What's your look at uh, the final leg of the quaddy in South Australia Brad it's the the furfy handicap race nine
1: yeah I've gone pretty wide early so I'm gonna to have to trim this one up um, the 15 I Benet, I think you could probably take it one out in in one of those quaddies. Um, it was a lovely debut win but since been spelled but settled in behind a slow tempo got cluttered up raced a bit green eventually got a gap and just put a space on them and um, one by three and a half there, and it was the best last two hundred of the day. It was four and a half lengths better than class benchmark that last two hundred. So, tells me that there's heaps more there under the hood. Um, we'll just need some luck again from gate one um, in a race that looks a bit more pressure, and they could be falling back in the lap. So, just needs a bit of luck, and I think she's a nice filly and and should be winning. Um, and then the backup plans are the One smoking and Bell, who gets in pretty well after the claim, um, comes through stronger races and gets a good sort of map just off the speed. Um, Four Chosen Blonde is the other one, bolted in first up last time, um, has form around Midwest, which who's run well in in Victoria. Um, if she drew a gate, she would have been clear second pick, but she's drawn the car park. So I want to take the 15-1 out and then just for a very small percentage, have the 1 and the 4 on your team as well. All right, final
0: leg of the quaddie at Gosford is race 10, that benchmark 78 handicap. It's a big field at this stage. No doubt we'll see uh, a few scratchings, I would think, with, with the track being the way it's going to be. But uh, Bjorn Baker, he's pretty bullish about his horse, Battleton. It's around that $2.90 mark with Blue bet uh, Matty? yeah
2: I think it's one of the best bets of the day um, obviously won it's first two and then it's run a length and a quarter behind Marzu in the Brian Crowley and at four lengths behind Home Affairs in the Coolmore and we saw what Home Affairs did to him that day late last year so I think he's the horse on the upper a late three year old he can only go um, he can only press on and get better I think he's going to be one of the hardest horses to beat at this Gosford card I think Suave um, as well Um Again, I'm I just a bit puzzled by the, the price, $17. I think it's a pretty good price for a horse that's run against the likes of Steely. I mean, it's a little short, but horses won well fresh. I'm going to go a little skinny in the last. Segment. So I've $17, um, the number seven. I have to throw that in with number eight, Battleton. I think it's one of the hardest horses to beat. So a little skinny in the
0: last, but we still got some value there. All right, there, the Courty. Stay with us on what I'm backing and why. Next up, we've got our bet of the day. If you're ready for your next thoroughbred racing adventure, then join the Osha Group. They exceed expectations on what racehorse ownership should look like. Australia's racing industry is enjoying unprecedented growth. Through a strategic, well-managed and data-driven approach, there is now a very real opportunity to build a profitable and sustainable thoroughbred portfolio. Find the Osha Group online at theoshagroup.com. right now this is highly controversial in the history of this podcast the short history of this podcast for blue bet but uh my best bet of the day guys and i'm going to hold on to your seats it is race eight takeover target stakes of course eight dollar mark about seven dollars fifty i'm going to have fifty dollars each way on number four southern lad so this is a race that shelby 66 is in and i've had a punt on shelby 66 in every single race that he's been in but in this instance, I love Southern Lad first up. Um, O'Shea Abdullah, seven-year-old gelding, um, three wins uh, first up. So I am going to have uh, a little bit on that horse there, Southern Lad. What about you, Brad? You've dropped off him, and he'll win.
1: <laughs> I actually nearly had a, I nearly had a best bet um, at Gosford, but I've just seen Jay Ford is. Three winners from his last 100. I thought that hammer on with the blinkers on, all that form round detonated Jack two starts ago. goes outstanding. And he just he looked like a horse that just needed the blinkers to get past main stage last time. So I was going to go with him, but Jay Ford, that just frightens me. Three from a 100. Um, so I'm going to stick with what I know. Uh, Caulfield, race five, number three, it's our time. Um, wide gate, went back, slow tempo first up, caught four wide, no cover. Um, eventually worked around the field and sprinted home really well behind a very smart one, Extreme Warrior, um, to run second. Um, That's the ideal platform now. Second up, this is a weaker race. Um, Better gate, maps a bit closer this time, can be midfield. 1100 is a perfect trip um, and Fred just needs to get another win. He's sort of nine from his last 100. So I'm going with the best of the worst there in Fred Kersley. Um, So I'll have uh, the best bet of the day, race five, number three, it's our time.
0: And obviously, take over target stakes is race eight at Gosford, for those wondering about Southern Lad. Now, uh, and, and around that $7.50 mark with Bluebet, I think, uh, started around the $15 mark. What's your best bet, Matt? Well, I'm going to stick with Gosford. The last race we just touched on
2: in battle and I think we might be seeing a pretty exciting horse here. Um, he's drawn well enough, collared on $2.90, I think. think it's all right you get $2.93 considering what this horse is promising I think we you can um, have a a decent bet on that horse there so
0: race 10 number eight Gosford for me boys that was uh, a fair opportunity for our punters to have a little bit that's it for what I'm backing and why make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen a big thank you to our sponsors Matt Bluebet, the wholly owned Aussie bookie. Absolutely, and thank you to you and to Brad. Hopefully, we've picked you some winners there. We'll see you again next week. Have a great weekend, guys. Cheers. See you guys. Building.